Hey, what's up, guys? It's Kevin Borbo again. You're listening to The Wind Calm. Uh, this week, I'm going to do a podcast on the 49ers and the NFL draft. Um, I'm going to grade every pick, tell you guys a little bit about them if you don't know who they are, and I'll rate each pick. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. So starting off with the second overall pick, Nick Bosa, uh, edge rusher out of Ohio State. He missed almost all the games. He only played in three games because of an abdomen injury. But he was still able to rack up four sacks, six tackles for loss. Um, his sophomore year, which he played the whole season, he had eight and a half sacks and 16 tackles for a loss. Um, he was probably the best player in the draft, arguably, and he was definitely the best choice for them. It's just as interesting that they have to keep taking defense alignment every single year. So hopefully he ends the trend as they were able to pick up D Ford and free agency. So their defense line will definitely have potential to be one of the best in the league and especially the best in their conference. Um he will be able to participate for the team workouts. The only problem with Nick Bosa is is his Twitter drama that's been following him throughout his short professional career. Um, when Colin Kaepernick was in the middle of kneeling and fighting for equal rights for people and bringing attention to pol- the lack of justice that African Americans were receiving, Nick Bosa tweeted that Colin Kaepernick is a clown. Um, that's not a popular opinion I'm sure most of you would agree with. And Richard Sherman, who's very outspoken about how he believed in what Colin Kaepernick was doing, stated, one thing about football is that nobody really cares what you say. If you could play, it doesn't matter. This was in an article written by the Sacramento Bee. Um, It really shows that Nick Bosa just really has to come out and play and prove himself to the team. Um, He's definitely not on everybody's good side right now, but I'm sure when he comes in and makes an impact, that'll change. Like Sherman said, it just matters if you could play. If you can't play and you talk a lot, then it's an issue. Um, my overall grade for this pick was an A-. The reason for that being they have, like I mentioned before, they signed D. Ford, and they had the unexpected emergence of DeForest Buckner last season, which really boosted their line. So the 49ers line could be one of the best in their division, if not the whole league. Um, the only reason I didn't give it an A or an A+, which I don't think I gave anybody an A+, this draft, just because that's like really high expectations is because of his injury issue. Nobody really knows like how he's personally feeling because the abdomen issue is something that's really hard to keep track of because it's so spraneous. And he also needs to get rid of the Twitter beef. Hopefully his teammates don't look too much into that. In the second round, the 49ers took a wide receiver out of South Carolina named Debo Samuel. A fun fact about Debo, he got his nickname Debo out based off the movie Friday, because he was a bully when he was younger. Um, He definitely plays like a bully. His senior season stats, he had 62 receptions, 882 yards receiving, and 11 touchdowns. That was his first season playing in all 12 games, excluding the bowl game that he skipped to prepare for the draft. Um, Injury concerns are a major aspect of this guy's um, selecting, just because he's had constant hamstring issues and a broken leg. The pros of Debo Samuel, he's great with the ball in his hands. A lot of people say he's like he's basically like a running back that plays wide receiver because of his great vision and ability to elude tackles. He could also return kicks and punts. He had four touchdowns for kick returns, and he can definitely rack up the yards after catch. You can't really arm tackle this guy. You definitely have to wrap up. Um, he's too strong for you to simply just arm tackle him, so that'll be help- helpful to have a physical receiver rather than another finesse receiver like Marquise Goodwin. Um, he did get first-team All-SEC as an all-purpose player, and second-team All-SEC as a wide receiver. He does have a few weaknesses, though. Um, If teams are in man coverage pressing him, he struggles to get off the line. 
and create separation. Like I mentioned before, he does have health issues with the hamstring injuries and and the broken leg. Um, I'm more worried about the hamstring injuries just because those seem to be very reoccurring and it's hard to prevent. Just those could happen at any time just from being strained too much. So he definitely needs to get to the trainers and stretch and do everything that they tell him to do to ensure that he could stay healthy. Um, I gave this pick, though, a C plus, just because it does provide depth of the position, but I do think there are better players at this point in the draft. They could have gone A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf, both of the wide receivers from Ole Miss. I like those better than him just because they were more proven in college. They had a lot more game tape to go off of, excluding D.K. Metcalf with the neck injury, but when you have a freak of nature that big and fast, like it's hard to pass over him. Or they could have addressed a need on the defensive side of the ball, getting Greedy Williams, the corner out of LSU. So overall, I think this pick will work out. I just don't think he'll give the, imp- the 49ers the impact that they think he will. The third round pick, the 49ers went to the wide receiver position again, taking Jalen Hurd out of Baylor. Uh, Jalen had a really interesting college career as he was projected to be a first round pick as a running back out of the University of Tennessee. But he did some research himself and found that running backs are less likely to last in the NFL compared to wide receivers. He explained in an interview with Bleach Report saying running backs last three and a half years in the NFL. Wide receivers can last 10. So he was really just looking out for himself and the longevity of his own career, which he has the size for a wide receiver anyway. He's 6'5 and weighs 226 pounds, so he should be fine. Um, He really excelled this past season at Baylor catching 69 passes for almost 1,000 yards and four touchdowns. Um, His coach, Matt Rule, in an interview explained, he's going to play a long time in the NFL as a receiver. He will be an elite receiver. And that was very high praise from a coach who is gaining a lot of respect in the college football world for his success that he's having at Baylor. Um, I know Jalen Hurd talked about the struggles he had at Tennessee when he left just because everybody felt betrayed and that he was a quitter and only cared about himself but he was playing through injuries constantly and he just didn't think that he would see the NFL field for a long time at the running back position which you can't fault him for that wanting to have a long career playing the sport you love um I grave this grade a b minus just because he has great size and ball skills and he's an explosive playmaker which that could be attributed to his time at the running back position, which I'm sure he will still mix in in the backfield because he did at Baylor, not as much as he did at Tennessee where he had over 589 carries, which is a, takes a big toll on the body. So I'm sure he'll see a little time out of the backfield, but not a lot. I'm really high on this pick, actually. I prefer Jalen Hurd over Debo Samuel just because of the fact that it was his first year playing wide receiver and he basically tore it up. I think he can only go up from here since he's new at the position and has a lot to learn still, but he'll be fine. The 49ers' fourth-round pick made absolutely no sense to me. They took a punter out of Utah, and they traded up to get this pick, too. So I'm not sure what they were doing or what they were thinking. Um, He was the best punter in the class. I just, I have a thing against drafting specialists in the draft just because, like, there's not really, like, that much of a need for a punter. Um, I guess they're trying to take the Michael Dixon, Dixon approach, which the Seahawks did, taking an Australian punter. His name is Mitch Wisnowski. He's from Australia. Um, he was all Pac-12 from 2016 to 2018, which is impressive, I guess, for a punter. Um, he was a Ray Guy Award winner in 2016, which is awarded to the best punter in the nation. I gave this pick a D-minus just because I really don't understand why they felt the need to take a punter this high in the draft. 
I'm sure he would have been available in the fifth or sixth round. And if he wasn't, there's other punters out there. So this one, <clears throat> this pick was a really big head scratcher for me. For round five, they took Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker out of Arkansas. Um, he's kind of undersized, but that's okay in the NFL these days because he's quick. Um, he's 5'11", 237 pounds. He had over 300 tackles in college with 13 tackles for a loss and four sacks and three interceptions. He did play in the Senior Bowl, which is where I'm sure the 49ers fell in love with his um, ability to run to the ball and make plays in the backfield. Um, I do think he'll not really have an impact on the defense, though. He'll most likely see the field on special teams. He did run a very slow 40 time, but I don't know if you guys realize this, but running a 40-yard dash and basically spandex is a lot different than just playing football in itself. Um, game speed and just running speed are a lot different, and I think that could be seen as even the Arkansas coach defended him saying that he's the fastest player on the team when it comes to playing in the game it's just a lot different when you're running in a straight line rather than having like a purpose to chase after someone so I'm not going to hold that against him but I gave this pick a d plus um I don't know if he's actually as good as the 49ers think he is I think they traded up potentially to get Voshan Joseph out of Florida but he was selected or the pick before them um I personally would have gone Mac Wilson out of Alabama even though he had the weird Instagram post of him nude on his story, I do think that he's a good enough football player that that could be ignored. But the Browns took him instead a few picks after the Niners. I think the Niners should have gone Mac Wilson. I'm sure they wanted Voshan Joseph, and if he was there, probably would have taken him, but that's not the case. So we'll all have to just wait and see what Dre Greenlaw does. I don't expect him to be an impact starter on the defense as he's probably just a special teams player at best. Their first six-round pick, as they had three of them, was Caden Smith, a tight end out of Stanford. They picked him with the 176th overall pick. He has great size at 6'5", 255. He could catch the ball pretty well. He had 70 catches for over 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns over two seasons at Stanford. Um, he's not super athletic out of the tight end position, so he really needs to make smarter plays and block well. Um, he was only a junior when he left Stanford, so I definitely think that if he went back his senior year, it probably it would only would have benefited him. Um, I gave this pick a C just because he's a good pass catcher, but they do have George Kittle, who I think will probably be the best tight end in the league this year. So I think he'll be a backup at best. Also, like Dre Greenlaw, we'll probably see times on special teams. And then their next six-round pick was Justin Skull, an offensive lineman out of Vanderbilt. Um, scouts are not high on him at all, saying he's stiff and slow. But he did show the ability to play left tackle and right tackle, so that can only help um, add depth to the team. I definitely don't think he'll crack the starting lineup or even the rotation. He might get cut, who knows, but he does have great size at 6'7", 317 pounds. Um, I gave this pick a D just because he won't see much playing time, and I don't think you'll see him in the lineup at all. Maybe special teams as well. Who knows? But he's definitely not someone that's going to come in and start at left tackle to protect Jimmy Garoppolo. And if he is, I think the 49ers have a lot of issues. With their six, their last six-round pick, the 49ers took a low-risk, high-reward pick in Tim Harris, the corner out of Virginia. Um, he did play six years at Virginia because of injury. So that's my big uh, knock on him is that he gets injured a lot and was a injured so much that he had to take two medical red shirt seasons um but at the same time it's a six round pick and at this time this is just trying to find people who potentially are really under the radar um there's a lot of six round picks aka tom brady that have 
made themselves into stars in the league. Um, I don't think Tim Harris will be that guy, but I don't think this pick was a bad pick at all. I gave it a B plus just because he does show the ability to have athleticism and lock down receivers and make plays, but I just don't know if he will be able to stay healthy. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, Next week, I'll be doing an episode with my girlfriend. She'll be telling the listeners everything she's confused about, and I'll try to give the best explanation I can give. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week.